Hey church family, I hope you had a wonderful Thanksgiving. Here we are online together and uh, we're wrapping up our Good Vibes season, which is a sequel to our more Bad Vibes season, um, wrapping up really a series of nine messages in a row dealing with the evil spirits that we encounter and how we counteract and overcome those evil spirits from Ephesians chapter six. All of that to say, Paul ends in the most powerful and the most simple of ways. Here it is, Ephesians 6, 18 through 20. He says, and pray in the spirit on all occasions, that's one, with all kinds of prayers and requests, that's two. With this in mind, be alert and always keep on praying for all of the Lord's people, that's three. Pray also for me that whenever I speak words that may be given uh, given me so that I will fearlessly make known the mystery of the gospel, verse 20, for I am an ambassador in chains. Pray that I may declare it fearlessly as I should pray. Okay, here's where we're at. We've got the entire armor of God. We know what that armor is. We know the tools that we have to overcome the fiery darts of the enemy, the evil spirits that come against us, the Jezebels, the Absaloms, the Judases, the Simons, the Lucifers, and on and on and on. We've got the tools. How do we put them on? Paul ends so clearly saying, here's how you do it, pray. It's through prayer. You pray all the time, you pray all kinds of prayers, and you pray for all the people. You know, there was this time where I have a friend who, um, who knows, he may watch this, so this could be really funny. Um, I'm not a tailored suit guy. Uh, he is a tailored suit guy. I don't have a closet full of tailored suits or anything like that. I used to have one suit. It was black. It was oversized. The jacket was huge. The pants were baggy, but I'd make it work for any sort of special occasion. And we were both at this event together and he looked at me and I must have looked bad enough to where he said, you need a tailored suit. And I said, okay, uh, fine. You want to buy me one? He said, we can, we can work with that one. And he's like, I got a great tailor. Why don't you come with me tomorrow? I got to drop some stuff off to her. So we'll go. So I brought the suit with me. He and I rode out, grabbed lunch. We swung by the tailor and her name was Kim. And she was this, this cute little Asian lady. It was so funny. She looked at him. And so my friend had gained some weight and I was, I was skinny at the time. That was four kids ago, right? But my friend, my friend comes in and he's got his suits and I've got my suit and he gives them to her and he introduces me. This is my friend. And you know, we tailor and he's getting his suits taken out. And I'm getting mine tailored in. And she, she looks at him and she says, oh, she says, you I make bigger, he I make smaller. And we started laughing. She just kept roasting him. She's like, you keep getting bigger. You're getting bigger and bigger. And we were laughing. After she got done roasting him, I gave her the suit. She took my measurements, left. Two weeks later, we went and picked him up. And I'll just tell you, I am, I'm not that guy. I promise you. But when you put on a tailored suit, it ruins you. Like it ruins you. You are no longer allowed to get on Amazon or go to H&M or go to Dillard's and buy a regular suit because once you have felt that perfect fit shoulders to sleeves and that perfect fit of pants and everything, it just, it ruins you because it fits so good. Here's what Paul is saying. 
Paul is saying, Jesus has given us the perfect armor. Remember, they're all messianic fulfillments. Jesus wore the armor before us. He's given us the perfect armor to overcome. The tailor that fits this armor to us perfectly is prayer. We have to be praying. Prayer is the tailor that measures us and figures out what we need and puts this armor on us so that we can stand up against the fight of the enemy. And here are all three of them. It's our outline for today. It's so simple yet so clear. Paul says, here's the armor. Here's how you put it on. Pray all the time, all kinds of prayers, and for all people. So let's dive in. Number one, pray in the spirit on all occasions. Now, we have to give some charismatic clarity to this. And remember, I'm charismatic at heart, right? I have a charismatic renewal theology. Um, I'm a spirit-filled guy. But the question is this, is Paul talking about praying in tongues or being in a constant state of prayer? When Paul says in Ephesians 6 verse 18, and pray in the spirit, on all occasions. What is he talking about? Is he talking about praying in tongues all the time or is he talking about being in a constant state of prayer? My answer is yes. Yes, he's yes, he's talking about praying in tongues. Yes, he's talking about praying in the spirit, the prayer language. Yes, he's talking about living in a constant state of prayer. Yeah, in fact, here I'll just I'll walk you through this for a second. 1 Corinthians 14, 15. 1 Corinthians 14 deals all with the charismatic gifts and praying in the Holy Spirit and how those expressions should operate within the church. And here is one of the things that Paul says: Well, then, what shall I do? I will pray in the spirit. There you go. He's talking about glossa. I will pray in the spirit. And I will also pray in words of understanding. I will sing in the spirit and I will also sing in words I understand. Romans 6 or Romans 8, sorry, 26 through 27 says, and the Holy Spirit helps us in our weakness. For example, we don't know what God wants us to pray for, but the Holy Spirit prays for us with groanings that cannot be expressed in words. And the Father who knows all hearts knows what the Spirit is saying, for the Spirit pleads for us believers in harmony with God's own will. Okay, so two different times Paul has said, the Holy Spirit will pray on our behalf. I pray in the Spirit when I don't know what to pray. It is, a, it is a prayer that edifies my spirit, but my mind is unfruitful. So we know Paul has spoken before about praying in the Spirit. And there's power in this prayer. If this is an area of theology where you're like, oh, I don't really feel comfortable. I don't know what's going on here. Uh, I preached a whole message about this probably a year ago in Dove, Wind, Water, Fire. I did a bonus message on tongues. I would encourage you to listen to it, to watch it. But there's power in this prayer. But let me take you a little bit further, okay? 1 Thessalonians 5, 16 through 18, nothing to do with praying in other languages. It says, always be prayerful never stop praying, be thankful in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you who belong to Christ Jesus. Romans 12, 12, Paul says, rejoice in hope, be patient in tribulation, be constant in prayer. Colossians 4, 2, Paul says again, continue steadfastly. That means never stopping. Continue steadfastly in prayer, being watchful in it with thanksgiving. So, is there a possibility that when Paul is telling us to put on the armor of God, he's saying pray in the spirit and he's talking about us praying in a prayer language or praying in tongues? Yes, 
Absolutely. Is there also a possibility that Paul is saying, pray in the Spirit on all occasions? He is saying we should live in a continual state of prayer, a consecrated state of prayer, a life of prayer where I wake up and my heart is praying, where I wake up and my mind is praying, where I wake up and my life is a living, consecrated, Spirit-filled prayer every moment of every day? The answer is yes. The bigger picture is this. We should never stop praying. How you choose to pray, and that's what we'll talk about in the next point, praying all kinds of prayers. How you choose to pray is how you choose to pray. The bigger point is this, constantly praying. Never stop praying. Ephesians 1.16, Paul tells the Ephesians earlier, I have not stopped thanking God for you. I pray for you constantly. See, I haven't even stopped thanking God for you. I'm constantly praying for you. You know, my son, Canaan, I love this boy. Many of you have experienced this with Canaan. Canaan is my son who does not wait in line at all. He does not wait for anything. If he doesn't get an answer, he gets louder and louder and louder and closer and closer. Dad, can I play with Lucas after church? Dad, can I play with Lucas after? Dad, can I play with Lucas? Dad. Dad, 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 like you know how this works, right? And, and he won't stop until I answer him. And there's part of me that wants to duct tape his mouth shut when he's doing that, right? Like there's part of me that is like, if you don't quit screaming my name in the middle of this conversation, I'm going to zip tie your lips. But then there's this other part of me that wants my son to know that he can always interrupt me and ask me a question or come to me when it's good, when it's bad, when he's walking through something. I don't want him to ever think that there's a meeting that's more important than him, that there's a board meeting that's more important to him, that there's a conversation that's more important to him. I want him to always feel the liberty to come to his father. That's what we have in prayer. We have a God who is inviting us into prayer in such a way where he is saying, I don't ever want you to stop. It's not that I want you to start. It's I don't ever want you to stop. Paul is saying, if we're going to put on this armor, this armor that protects us from the enemy, this armor that protects us from these fiery darts, this armor that protects us from evil spirits, we can't stop praying. It's not about starting to pray. It's about never stopping prayer. It's never stopping a flow of your mind of being prayerful, a consciousness of your heart of being prayerful, a longing of your spirit of being prayerful. How do we put on the armor of God? We never stop praying. Number two, Paul says, pray all kinds of prayers. I, I love this. I go back to Ephesians 6. He says, and pray in the spirit on all occasions, there's three alls that we're following. All occasions, all kinds of prayer, and for all of the Lord's people. So what does he say with all kinds of prayer? You know, there are, there are in scripture a number of different prayers. I'm gonna read you some prayers on different occasions. There's a prayer of blessing that Moses, is pray, Moses prays in the end of Deuteronomy over the children of Israel, right? There's a prayer of listening that Eli tells Samuel to go pray. So Samuel goes and he lays in a field and he says, speak Lord, 
your servant is listening. There's a prayer of healing that James encourages us to pray in James chapter five. There's a prayer of thanksgiving that David prays over and over and over throughout the Psalms. There's a prayer of intercession that scripture even tells us that Jesus is interceding for us at the right hand of the Father, that there's this prayer of intercession that is praying for other people. There's a prayer of agreement, Acts 1 verse 14, it says all the believers came together and they agreed together in prayer. There's a prayer of adoration, Psalm 145, I extol you, Lord. I adore you, Lord. There's a prayer of faith, which is also introduced to us by James and others. There's a prayer of confession, Psalm 51. David, you have broken these bones. Now restore the joy of my salvation. There's a prayer of deliverance from the disciples. They exercised the prayer of deliverance, casting out demons and, and walking among the earth, doing the work of Jesus. There is the prayer of imprecation, which is prayers of Psalms that David prayed, where judgment would come upon his enemies. There are all kinds of prayers in scripture. Here's what we have to do. I have different prayers that I pray. I'll tell you the prayers that I, I have a prayer I recite. I have a flow of thought prayer, um, where prayer I recite. In fact, I'll just, I'll just read it to you. I'll show you. This is a prayer I read every single, almost every single morning. I can't think of a morning where I miss it. It is right here today every single day, my prayer. Here's my prayer. This is a prayer that I recite. Today I'm victorious. My God loves me. His grace has covered me. I'm forgiven. I'm healed. I'm restored. New mercies surround me. I'm not a slave to sin. I'm a servant of Christ. I'm free. My soul is completely satisfied in the goodness and faithfulness of God. Anything that promises satisfaction outside of him is a lie. My mind will only think on the things of God. My eyes will only look at the things of God. My words will only speak to edify God. My ears will only listen to things that please God. My heart will only long for the things of God. My hands will only touch things that honor God. My feet will only go places that represent God. I will be a living sacrifice of worship today. I will live by the Spirit and crucify my flesh. The blessings God has for me are found in faithfulness. It's a prayer I recite almost every single day. Another prayer is a flow of thought prayer where I just, I'll just start praying. I'll start praying right now. Lord, I pray for our church family that's watching church at home on the, the day, the weekend after Thanksgiving, that you would bless every single one of them, that your presence would be in their living room, be with their family. It's just a, a flow of thought prayer. Love to do this while I'm driving. I'll turn on some worship music and just pray. I have a list that I pray for. I have a list in my notes app on my phone. I'll just pray for a list of things. I have uh, prayers from scripture where I'll just take a scripture. I am more than a conqueror through Christ Jesus who strengthens me. I have a peace that transcends all understanding and I'm going to pray and I'm going to lean into that prayer in scripture. I have written prayers uh, where sometimes I like to sit down and write out word for word different prayers. And then I have listening prayers where I just say, I'm going to shut up. That's probably the best idea anyway. I'm going to shut up and I'm just going to listen to you, Lord. Speak to me. I'm listening to you. And I usually set a timer on my phone and I'll take five minutes and just say, God, if there's anything or any way you'd like to speak to me, my heart is open. My heart is listening to you.
And, and when we start to expand our mind to the idea that, that Paul is saying, you put on the armor of God by praying all the time and praying different kinds of prayers. There is no perfect one way to pray. There is a perfect bunch of ways to pray. What you have to do is begin to expand your prayer life in such a way where you have prayers for different occasions and you have different ways to pray for different sorts of things where, where it just becomes this vast, beautiful buffet of prayer. I, uh, when I was in Vegas the first time, says no pastor ever, right? Um, I, and it was a Christian Vegas trip, right? The guy I went with was a believer. We were, we were there. So I can't remember, but Here's what I do remember. I remember at the time, this was like years and years and years ago, you could pay 35 bucks and get a wristband and it got you into buffets. And so I remember the first time my friend was a veteran at this. He was like, we bought the, the wristband and we went to the buffet and we ate the buffet. I was like, man, that was incredible. And he was like, which one do you wanna to go to next? And I said, what? And he said, yeah, he said, this is, this is good for 24 hours. Like we can go to all the buffets. We literally every two hours, I, it was like 2 a.m. And I was running bacon through a chocolate fountain in the middle of Caesar's palace, right? Like you go to any buffet that you wanted to go to over and over. You paid one time, you could access it as much as you wanted and you could get anything that you wanted. Yes, I'm about to compare prayer to a Vegas buffet. But if it, prayer is, we have to expand our minds to a space where it becomes constant access with a variety of anything that we want, that we can take, we can enjoy, and we can delight in. That is what prayer is. And that is where Paul is expanding to us. You wanna put on the armor of God, expand your prayer life, Open up new ways to pray. Find new ways to pray. I listed six of them to you here. Pray, pray, recite a prayer, flow of thought prayers, prayer lists, prayers from scripture, written prayers, listening prayers. Pick one that you don't do and start doing it. Praying all the time, praying different kinds of prayers to put on this armor. And then we finish here, praying for all of God's people. Uh, I love what James says, James 5, 16. He says, confess your sins to each other and pray for each other so that you may be healed. I haven't really thought about this much, but this verse is, is really challenging. It's pretty incredible to think about. Listen to what James says. Confess your sins to each other and pray for each other so that you may be healed. Think about this. Could the healing that you long for be found in the prayers of somebody else? Could the healing that somebody else is looking for be found in your prayers. That's what James is saying. James is saying we should have a culture of prayer where we're all praying for each other so much so that my prayers for your healing are healing you and your prayers for my healing are healing me. And there is this, this culture and community of prayer that has created this force field of armor that allows us to stand up against the enemy. Look at what else Paul says in the same passage we've been studying, Ephesians 6, 19 through 20. Here's what Paul does. Paul models this give prayer, ask for prayer better than anybody in scripture. Listen to Paul, Ephesians 6, 19 through 20, on the heels of him saying, pray for all people, pray all kinds of prayers and pray on every occasion. Here's what Paul does. Pray also for me, never afraid to ask for prayer. Paul says, pray also for me that whenever I speak, words may be given me 
so that I will fearlessly make known the mystery of the gospel for which I am an ambassador in chains. Pray that I may declare fearlessly as I should. What does Paul say? He says, pray for me. So Paul's asking for prayer. First Thessalonians 5.22, brothers and sisters, Paul says, pray for us. Second Thessalonians 3.1, as, as for other matters, brothers and sisters, pray for us that the message of the Lord may spread rapidly and be honored just as it was with you. So Paul is asking for prayer. Pray for us. But look at what else Paul does. Paul also gives prayer. Ephesians 1, 15 through 17. For this reason, same book, talking to the same church in Ephesus. For this reason, ever since I heard about your faith in the Lord Jesus and your love for all of God's people, I have not stopped giving thanks for you. Remembering you in my prayers. I keep asking that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the glorious Father, may give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation so that you may know him better. Colossians 1.9, he says, For this reason, since the day we heard about you, we have not stopped praying for you. We continually ask God to fill you with the knowledge of his will through, through all the wisdom and understanding that the Spirit gives. In other words, Paul is saying, Pray for me, and I'm praying for you. He modeled forming this culture of prayer. This was the heartbeat of the early church. Acts 2.42 says they devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and to the fellowship, to the breaking of bread, and to prayer. They gave themselves to prayer, not just for themselves, but they created a culture of prayer. In other words, our greatest defense against the enemy is not us taking up our armor in an individual battle, but us taking up our armor and praying as a community with the force field of prayer for each other that is protecting each other and strengthening each other. I, I heard, I'm sure you've seen the, um, the cheesy story of a girl who's walking along the beach and she picks up a starfish and she throws it into the ocean and some guy says, what are you doing? And she says, well, I'm, you know, rescuing a starfish. And he said, there's thousands of starfishes here. You're never going to make a difference. And I think she says something like, well, if I could just make the difference for one, right? Like you've, you've heard that story. There was another guy that I just recently heard who did that story in a new way. And this is what he said. He said, there was a girl, he, she was walking along the seashore and she saw a, a starfish and she took out her cell phone and she began to film a video of the starfish and then she threw the starfish into the water and then she turned the camera to her with, uh, with thousands of other starfish in the background and she said to the camera, hey, you guys, you guys are my friends. You need to know within 12 hours, thousands of starfish are going to die. I'm uploading this video now and I'm inviting every single one of you to come down to the seashore and to help me rescue these seashells or starfish or whatever. And there's a guy that walks up to her and he says, what are you doing? And she said, I'm making a video of rescuing one starfish. And he said, what makes you think one video can save these thousands of starfish? And within an hour, thousands of young people had descended on the seashore and threw all the seashells or starfish back into the water. You get where I'm going with this. His example was this. We've never been in a time where we have the opportunity to have a greater impact than right now. I'm telling you, 
our prayer has a multiplication impact. We have never been in a time where the body of Christ can have a stronger impact for each other and our fight against the enemy than right now. How does Paul say you put on the armor? How do we wrap up this entire season of more bad vibes and good vibes and everything else we've been in? We wrap it up like this. Never stop praying. Pray all kinds of prayers and pray for everyone. Imagine if we created a culture where we were fighting against the devil together, where we were praying for each other and we were strengthening each other and seeing the influence of the kingdom multiply. That's how we put on the armor and that's how we win.